0: In three, two, one, what's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight, we have Harry from Sugar Bros in the building. How are you doing tonight, Harry?
1: I'm good, man. How are you?
0: Good, good. Um, thank you for making time for this interview. Uh, it is a Tuesday, and I know it's not the best day of the week, so I definitely just appreciate you, you know, taking some time to talk to me and, you know, want to get a little deeper on the Thirty Four Questions podcast, so man, so th- thank you.
1: No, thank you, thank you for uh, for hosting and reaching out.
0: Absolutely, man, I'm trying to speak to the world. So, um, thank you for helping me build and you know be a part of the journey. Uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we typically start off with some warm-up questions. After that, we'll jump into an icebreaker. After the icebreaker, that's when we'll get to kind of like the main portion of the interview, which is the Wheel of Fate, where we'll spin the wheel, whichever number it lands on. That's how the conversation will flow. And then after that, we'll finish out with some closeout questions. Sound good to you, Harry? Yep, let's do it. All right, doc. So let's just jump right into it. The warm Um, My first question for you in the warm up really is how have you been? You've been doing well. You've been doing great. How you been lately, man?
1: Uh, I've been good. Uh, super busy um god i'm just working 24 seven. um do multiple things um yeah these past couple years has been crazy overall
0: i gotcha and uh you know this is me following up i'm gonna do a lot of follow-up questions but yeah like how how how's it been holding all those things man because i can only imagine what it's like and you know for me i'm very like into balancing my life with the hard work and also the chill time, but it sounds like you've just been doing hard work. Uh, so how's it been just carrying all that?
1: Yeah, I think with the crazy schedule that I have, it's very hard to find a balance. Mm. Um, you know, with with my regular job, you know, they always talk about work-life balance, which is really great, but you know, with balancing that and, you know, running a business full time, it could get a little bit of, uh, get pretty hectic.
0: Dude, for sure. And then, what what year are you into like running your own business at this point?
1: Yeah. So we started in February 2021, right in the middle of the pandemic.
0: I got you. I feel that I, this 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 podcast, same yeah. thing. February 2021. But go for yeah. it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I got you. Uh, was that just like an? Ins- were you inspired because of like quarantine and everything to like start pursuing something, or how did it come up for you?
1: Yeah, that's actually a really good question. So um, you know, I was over at my business partner's house who's, you know, one of my best friends, and we were just having drinks one night, and it was just me and him, and we were just talking about how a lot of our friends are opening up their own businesses. So um, yeah, so you know, shout outs to you know, my my boys Shane and Brandon over at Dip Donuts, you know, they they kind of started like the same way as we did. Um, also, you know, drawing more inspiration from, you know, my boys, Tim and Ryan over at Pit Stop Boba Shop in South City. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I know. I'm yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so me and my business partner, Patrick, you know, we, we were just sitting there We're like, crap, like, what could we do? You know, if they could do something that we could do something. Mm-hmm. And we kind of drew inspiration from our childhood of you know being Chinese and Vietnamese descent um, growing up here in the Bay Area San Francisco in specific Um, and we wanted to be like something super different you know Um, just thinking outside of the box of you know what can we do Uh, we didn't want to do boba because it's the market is so saturated here Mm -hmm. Um, and we're just thinking back like what did we grow up with that we that we don't necessarily have right now and you know that's how we came up with sugar bros you know um sugar cane juice freshly squeezed or freshly pressed if you will um i grew up going down to san jose with my parents and getting it um, even going to the farmers markets here in the city um buying like the whole sugar cane stock and just chewing it chewing on it um and he got the inspiration from you know being in vietnam as a little kid drinking sugarcane juice out of a bag
0: mm-hmm.
1: so Literally the next day, we're like, "All right, let's let's capitalize on it. Let's do it." We did all of our business paperwork, our LLC, and everything. Um, and yeah,
0: I got you. I got you. Hey yo, and I I tried some of that, uh, Sh- the sugar bros, in on uh, this past weekend. And yeah, it was delicious, dog. I don't know what what was OG anyway. Like, can you tell me, or is that like a secret?
1: <laughs> no, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, anything anything within like the food or beverage related I mean we're just a sugarcane juice company so you know just OG bro um, would just be original sugarcane juice just plain and simple
0: mm-hmm. I got you yeah. I got you all right man my uh, second question for you in the warm-up is what would you like the audience to know about you so we know about sugar bros but is there anything else you would just like folks to know about you yeah in my mind this is like the disclaimer like whatever I say from this point on you kind of just know where I'm coming from so what would you yeah. like the audience to know about you
1: yeah, I mean, just about myself. I mean, I'm a pretty overall pretty chill guy. and I, I love to go with the flow on, on everything that I do in life. Mm. Um, it could also be like a very bad thing at times. Um, mm. But I just love to live life to the fullest and, you know, love to hang out with my friends, my girlfriend, cook, eat. I mean, I, I live a really simple life, dude.
0: <laughs> I got you. Uh, that, that chillness that you speak of is that... You think that was just like more nature? Like, is your family chill too, or it was nurtured? Like, you went through stuff in life, and you were like, man, maybe I should be chill. Well, what would you say?
1: I think I actually adapted that from my dad. Um, when when he was still when he was still alive, he lived life to the fullest. He didn't he spent with no care. He did everything to you know make everybody happy, um, mm. and that's where I kind of got that trait from, if you will.
0: No, I got you. I got you. Yeah. you show. On my yeah. show. My second question for you then warm-up is, how would you like to be honored? So, if there is a way I could express the energy you possess, what sort of act could I do? And let me know if you need more clarification on it.
1: Oh, man. How I like to be honored? This is actually something I never really thought about, to be honest with you. I think if I were to be... Oh, man... Let's get back to that <laughs> okay yeah
0: no worries, no worries I know it's kind of funky um, yeah. I'll, I'll try to cause, remember I've never
1: yeah. and, and the reason why I say that is because I'm a person that never really like think like highly of myself you know uh, I don't know it's just the weird, weird thing that I but I don't really
0: do maybe i can ask my girlfriend later <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> you can ask her but no I, I understand man um i think like myself too i i honestly feel like i'm just a regular guy talking to people on this podcast and you know for the folks out there who might see me you know um what's it called the word am i thinking about but see me from from their point of view they might say oh this guy's doing it this guy's got it figured out when i really don't um it's really just trial and error and i'm just trying to do what i enjoy doing which is have good conversations um so let me kind of switch this a little bit if if you don't know how you would like to be honored how would you like to be remembered you
1: yeah that's that's actually something that came into my head i think if i were to be remembered for something I think I would just be remembered as the guy that's always willing to help anybody and everybody. Mm. Um, when it comes down to, you know, helping, uh, helping my family with like little things around the house or even like my friends, Oh, do you need a ride to the, the airport or whatever the case may be? You know, I'm always down to do those kinds of things. Or if I ever like see somebody like struggling, especially with like my, my friends or whatever, I'll just be like, Hey, like, you know, let's talk. Um, yeah or even like my girlfriend whenever she needs like help with something i'm always down to down to help not because i have to but just because i want to um and i think that's where i drew a lot of my passion for for people
0: mm, i got you
1: yeah
0: Uh would you say that's uh i know this is a, a buzz term but your love language like <laughs> acts of service it sounds like it yes damn. yes
1: it, it, it really is yeah mm, i got you i got yeah. you for sure man yeah also yeah also like even like working in in places such as like the apple store you know like well, a long time ago i think i when i was working there that's when i first met you possibly um they they really taught you how to take care of people and just really care for people i hear and, you and um, and like with all the jobs that i had that i've had even before opening this business it's all like services and services and just helping people
0: I was going to say, um, in your experience, now that you're kind of in the industry, you're part of the game, um, how much of a difference does your experience in service uh, help out with Sugar Bros? Because I can only imagine it's, it's giving you kind of a leg up. I don't know if every business, they say they want to treat people a certain way, but not always executing that way. But yeah, how has that kind of helped you out?
1: Yeah, I think it's helped me grow a lot when it comes down to like seeing making people happy um you know even like doing events you know how how you ran into me um just over the weekend um we do a lot of outdoor events so for example like the filipino fest that happened over the weekend uh, we just finished up six to six night market um over in pleasanton uh, we did that in may and july um and like people will come up to our booth and I would be, I would be, I would play the cashier role and um, just like helping people out with like the menu, answering any questions. If they don't have any, if they never had the beverage before, um, I'll always like recommend like something off the menu and i be like, hey, you know, uh, should try this. And I know for sure you'll like it because it's you know one of the best things you could ever have in life. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I just wait for that first sip and I just love getting their facial reaction afterwards
0: oh no, for and sure now, yeah i hear yeah, you yeah they just do
1: that like double, like that uh that double take
0: or like I, i'm sure you probably got the ones that take a sip where like they're turning around and then they'll turn back and like make. yeah exactly like, exactly
1: and i'll just be like i'll just point at them and be like yup i told you so
0: <laughs> i got you uh, i'm kind of curious like you guys have a brick and mortar or is it just strictly events and maybe online orders or something
1: yeah so just to kind of give you like a brief background of how we initially started. Um, sure. I was working. I was working in sales for a tech company, um, and my business partner he was working for Tesla. And we were actually doing this as an Instagram restaurant um, out of my garage on the weekends because that was the only time that we had freed up. Good. And um, and you know we started this. We launched. We officially launched in April 2021. Uh, fast forwarding to May of last year in 2022, um, I think within like a two week time span, uh, he got laid off from, or he quit his job at Tesla. I got laid off from my job and we're just like, all right, let's just go full force in this. And, um, now we operate out of a ghost kitchen in, um, in Selma right next to the courthouse. And we solely focus on, you know, to go orders on Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub, uh, even on our website, sugarbros.com. Do like half gallons and full gallon sizes. We have, you know, restaurant partners that we work with. Um, We're exclusively at Ben also at Gal Viet Kitchen, which is a really big, um, big account for us.
0: Yeah, Gal. Yeah, it's popping there. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, it is (laughs)
1: popping. Yeah, yeah, and both uh, their San Mateo and San Francisco locations.
0: So. For sure. Uh, this is maybe something we'll talk about off camera, but I do work at a high school. We always got events and stuff, so I got to tap in with you to see how we can get some sugar bros out there. Yeah, let's high do it. Uh, but all right, dog, let me move on to the last question of the warm up, which is on a scale from one to 10, how well do you know yourself?
1: <sighs> scale one to 10, how well do I know myself? i think in this case i would say maybe like an eight
0: all right okay why why an eight
1: yeah so and and the reason why i say an eight is because the remaining two is well just to kind of go back a little bit like i i wake up every morning like knowing who i am what i'm doing um what I'm supposed to be doing always thinking about how am I going to get to the next level um either whether if it's like work related or uh or sugar bros um and I would say like the remaining two is the the leftover two that could be the part of the essentially like the missing piece of all this is how can I how should I put this your time. How could I be better? Mm. And yeah, how could I be better every single day? And those are just the missing pieces.
0: I gotcha. Uh, it took me a long time to kind of, I, I want to say I feel a similar way where I wake up in the morning kind of very uh, secure with what my mission is and what I'm trying to accomplish in that day, where I'm trying to get to the next day. It took me till I turned 30, dog. Uh, And I would say three really big career mistakes as far as like dreams that I was chasing uh, took me to get through those failures. Um, So for you, do you feel like this, the time you got to eight, um, has that been recent or you kind of just like had that feeling for a long time now or yeah, for a short time?
1: I think it's actually been recent. And I want to say, like, past, like, almost two years that I've come to that point, um, there are times, you know, we're, we're all human, we, there there are times where I do feel less than that. For sure. Um, and that's just overall life, you know, like, there's always something going on, whether it's, like, work or friends or family that could possibly bring you down, but... I think, you know, after after my dad had passed, it's I've, I'm I'm the only boy in the family, so I had to like really like step it up to take help take care of my mom, my sisters, my girlfriend. Um yeah, I've been playing man of the house for for a little while now. I
0: got you, man. I got you. Yeah.
1: So i kind of started up my my gears a little bit more.
0: When the pressure kind of i guess you kind of you, you got to grow you know pressure makes diamonds too so I, I hear you, man um i don't think i've ever I uh, i guess i would be considered lucky spoiled blessed whatever it is i don't think uh i've had that point yet and i don't know what's going to happen for me if that if that happens which you know it's one of those things that like it's not if it's when um but yeah i hear you man and my follow follow up for you for this question is when's the last time you surprised yourself Like when you were like, oh, damn, I didn't know that was me or I didn't know I could do that. And it just kind of like came up for you if you have. Yeah,
1: I think I think a moment that I could say that is um, a few, I want to say like six months after my business partner and I, we started this business. we, We didn't really know what we were doing going into the night market space. Yeah, um, yeah, we did. We did our first uh, big event, and it was our first event in general. It was at Foodie Land down in San Mateo. That
0: was and, your first. Um, one? That was your first ever. Event? That was
1: our our first event. Okay, I got ever you. Going out to the public and doing this. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, we we have a team of. Let's see, it was it was one of my one of our buddies. Um, shout out to my boy Mike uh, for always helping us out with the events um, and my my business partners fiance uh, my little sister was the six of us and um, not not to toot my own horn or anything like that but like we were the line um, uh-huh. at that event um, yeah and it got to the point where like we even had to like close down shop for even like 30 minutes um, just to keep up with the demand to like Damn. reprep and um overall just to give ourselves a break um because we're on our feet for like hours and hours on end like we never had the chance to sit down um but after like the whole weekend it was a friday saturday and sunday event like i had the opportunity to reflect like wow like you know this could turn into something big um Mm -hmm. especially you know us being the pioneers in san francisco with sugarcane juice um it's definitely a market that has not been exposed to it yet
0: for sure um yeah yeah Was it like a, and I know it's not all the same, but, you know, since you're in the food and beverage industry, was it like one of those scenes from The Bear? I don't know if you're familiar with that show or I've seen it before, but uh, they do really intense scenes of like things going wrong. And, you know, everybody in the back have to kind of (laughs) like huddle together. And some people are maybe, you know, are pissed off, but are still trying to work together. And at the end, the team comes together and make it work. Oh, yeah. No, for
1: sure. For sure that happened.
0: (laughs) I got you. Yeah,
1: and, and, like, also, like, growing up here, like, a lot of our friends, like, came out to, like, support us and, and all that, too. And, like, and I'm not going to, like, call, call anybody's name out, but, like, they would just come into our tent and, like, just start bugging us. I'm like, crap, dude, like, just... Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> PTFO, like, I'm trying to work right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to get all these orders out, and, like, you're just not helping me right now. And, yeah. <laughs> not was, here, hear It the whole thing. Yeah.
0: For sure, for sure. Well, right on. Um, and thank you for no telling a story about that first time man um that since that first time and where you are now you feel pretty good about how far y'all have come and how more prepared y'all are when you do events
1: yes for sure i I would say like every event that we do now like we bring less and less stuff which is always a good thing yeah um yeah just because like now like we we have like a good like workflow going we know like we know who's good at what we know who's not so great at stuff um just to just to keep you know a consistent flow um and also i would say yeah i think that's pretty much it yeah we just yeah every event just gets easier and easier now um, and, you know, just coming from a growth perspective, our, our overall mission was to, you know, open up a full on like brick and mortar, but, you know, with rent in San Francisco, is so expensive. Um, so we actually took the ghost kitchen route, uh, where we're at right now. And, you know, it's a one-year contract. It It's basically like a stepping stone to prepare us to actually get into the, uh, brick and mortar, uh, route. So um yeah i've definitely learned a lot during this journey so far
0: i gotcha uh i don't know if can, can you talk about the ghost kitchen because i'm kind of curious about that like how i yeah. set it up
1: to, to yeah it. yeah no that's that's a really great question so for all the people that are you know in the food industry that are you know going to be potentially watching this um ghost kitchen it's basically think of it like a an apartment complex like a luxury a car, apartment complex but for restaurants, so you get your own space. It's not a shared space. Um, you know the folks that we work with, Cloud Kitchen. Um, they they have cleaners that come into our kitchen and clean every night. Um, they take care of our garbage, which is really cool. Uh, the only utilities that we pay for is just water. Um, and what really, yeah. yeah, it's super dope. Like, and what really sold sold um, sold us to this this place was that. Um, they supply ice and I know it's like super small. um, But before when we were doing this out of my garage, like we have to, I I live like a couple blocks away from Lucky's, but the more you buy ice, it just adds up and up. Um, And yeah, that's just, yeah, that was like one of the biggest selling points.
0: No, for sure, man, especially for, for what you guys do. I could, I I can only imagine the, the headache of picking it up, uh, stocking it, making sure it doesn't melt or like using it, by a certain time and everything so it's great to to have a ghost kitchen that offers it i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure that's a big selling point for a lot of folks in, in that yeah uh, in that same kitchen um
1: yeah and like also like i mean this could this is like somewhat of a downside of hmm. of things but i don't really get to interact with the customers um well sometimes i do if they place an order for pickup um but that's like super rare but you know like i said they solely focus on you know uber eats doordash grow and so forth so i don't really get to interact with the customers or like hear their feedback right away and that's just probably one thing that i want to get more out of
0: i gotcha i did want to ask about it because i've ordered from ghost kitchens but more mostly food not beverages and for some reason the idea i had in my mind was like uh, they have the ingredients there for like separate I guess entities or restaurants because I I think some ghost kitchens operate that way and then they'll they'll have the robots kind of like come up I think for me I always order salads but I can notice when I order a salad the same ghost kitchen and I order like maybe not a salad but like a sandwich I can notice it's the same ingredients and so it's just like in my mind it's a bunch of ingredients yeah go ahead
1: no it's actually a good thing that you bring that up because a lot of the restaurants that are in there they have multiple concepts. Mm. So it could be, let's say, um, let's say, for example, you opened up a, a wing place, right? Uh, called Jan's Wings. yeah, yeah. But on the back end, you also have another concept around burgers uh, under a different entity. So you could literally have like five, six, seven different concepts in your own restaurant, if you like.
0: Got you. So there, so there are some... I do it that way i see i see
1: yeah yeah funny story about that uber eats was actually trying to crack down on on some of these places which is really shitty because like dude these are you're like essentially messing with people's livelihoods you know this is how they make their money yeah, yeah. Um, It's how they support their families um and if you're offering a great product why not just keep on selling it
0: that is interesting i wonder like if they're trying you know it could be a a public facing matter they're trying to you know sway the public in their favor i'm not sure i'm not sure because i know robotics and automation ai has like this fear (laughs) and uh currently right now until it becomes the norm and it just becomes accepted as normal everyday life Uh, we'll see how far we are from that Uh, one more question for you before we move to the icebreaker which is one you consider yourself a leader amongst your team and what are good traits of a leader? What are some qualities that you try to bring?
1: I think in, in my case in specific, um, I can't really be a leader in, mm-hmm. I would say just because it's just myself and my business partner. I got, um, I got you. I mean, the only team that we have is like I said, like I mentioned earlier, like my, our buddy Mike that helps us, but I mean, He's he's been with us for so long where there's really not much to, to lead at that point. Like here he already knows like what to do. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, he's just a great support system and uh we must you know, love like, that guy.
0: For sure. Well so the yeah. three people I saw at the event were the three people behind Sugar Bros.
1: Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. So me and my business partner and then our, our friend Mike that, that helps us every now and then.
0: That's what's up, man. That makes me that makes me feel like that experience was even more I guess more special to me just because like, I got to see these three dudes really grinding out um, with their brand. And uh, yeah. special to see, man. For sure.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, dog. Let's move on to the icebreaker, which let's is uh, basically then you let me know which one you want to do. I have a this or that or a word association. Which one do you feel more comfortable with?
1: Let's do um, this or that.
0: This or that. All right. You'll have 34 seconds to do as many as you can. Um, And then at the end of it, I will uh, follow through with a couple of the answers that you give, all right? So here we go. In three, two, one, regret or doubt? Regret
1: or doubt. Regret.
0: Staycation or vacation? Vacation. Underestimated or overestimated?
1: Underestimated.
0: Hang out with little kids or old folks?
1: Oh, man, that's such a hard one because I love both so much. Old folks.
0: Group hangout or one-on-one hangout? Group hangout. And then my last one for you, hero or anti-hero?
1: I would say... I don't know i don't really know the definition
0: of anti-hero more like a vigilante type you know plays by their own rules but still has like a moral compass trying to do the oh right yeah thing. that for sure okay. that for sure
1: yeah
0: got you got you for, for sure <laughs> um, well let's start off with the one that seemed like you had some thoughts about which was hanging out with little kids or old folks but so what was your split you said you enjoy both um but why would you choose the one you chose
1: yeah i think I think I re- chose old folks is because like out of my whole friend group that I that I've like hung out with ever since like getting out of high school, like I've always been the baby of the group. Mm, I, see. Um, I see. Yeah, so I kind of gravitate towards that more. Um, and overall, like you just learn so much from from older people because they have that much more experience than you in life. I got you. Um, but I could also see, like, from the other from the other standpoint of like hanging out with like the younger folks, or even like hanging out with like toddlers, babies, or whatever, because they could actually help shape you.
0: Um, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for me, I, I work at a high school, so I'm always around younger kids. And uh, when I was talking to a teacher about like why why choose a school, why choose to work with kids, uh, and I don't know if you feel this way or have. You know, can relate to this But one thing for me When I when I talk to these high schoolers Or like The teacher told me The reason why You know We like doing what we do Or working with kids Is that When we talk to them It feels like the whole world Is still open You know, it feels like possibilities are endless for them still. And then when you talk to adults, it almost feels like things are a little more narrow. Things are not, I want to say closed minded, but you know, more set in their life. So there's that difference. And then for me, I'm just like, damn, never thought about it that way, but I can definitely see what they were talking about. Cause um, in my experience, you know, just talking to my peers or older folks, it's like they're, it's always like looking back at things versus looking forward at things, right? Uh, so no, that's
1: like a, that's a great way to put it. I never really thought about it that way.
0: It's a trip, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then regret or doubt? I believe you said doubt. Uh, I could be wrong, but I, I,
1: I, I said regret.
0: Excuse me. But why? Why did you choose regret from those two?
1: Yeah, the the reason why I chose regret versus doubt is because when you when you doubt yourself, you're always gonna have. A regret,
0: mm.
1: and and how and and what I mean by that is, you know, say so you doubt yourself in like, let's say, like doing something, right? Let's say, um, let's say skydiving, for example, mm. right? Oh, I doubt that I could do that, but when you see everybody else, when you see everybody else doing, you're just like in the back of your mind, it's like, damn. I wish I could have done that because it looks so fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, I hear you.
1: Yeah, I—that's I, just my my little look on it, I guess.
0: <laughs> no, no, for sure, man. There's no right or wrong answer. Um, it's yeah. really just getting your perspective on things. But uh, no, nah, I appreciate that. Uh, I know for me, like my whole life, I've kind of lived in doubt, right? Uh, and even so, dude, like I, I don't think I could choose. Because it feels so equal to me As far as like The things Now Now that I'm older I don't live in doubt as much But I'm I'm not gonna lie to you I think regret Is a big driving force for me Because there's a lot of I think Missed opportunities That still kinda haunt me And I'm I'm trying to work my way To get so far ahead of that That I don't even think about Those things anymore But I don't think I'm there yet So uh, Between the two I feel like regret's been A bigger I guess Force in my life At this point Um, Yeah but I hear you man Alright dog Well we made it to The main portion of the podcast now Which is Wheel of Fate uh, Like I said earlier which If there's a question that's too Personal Feel free to pass Because These questions can get A little deep <laughs> um, So this first one Is going to be You're at the line But I believe it's 26
1: And then Yeah I think so too
0: This one is ooh okay 26 is how would you have raised yourself you could have raised harry
1: how i could have raised myself um you know just kind of like thinking back to thinking back back to my childhood you know
0: yeah yeah
1: um my my parents are are immigrants from overseas, um, and when they first came here, like it was just always work. Mm. So I think I would have loved to one, I want to spend and and I think this is like one of my plans, like if and when I do have kids, is I want to spend as much time with them as possible, and really teaching them the the value of life. Mm. Um. And not necessarily, like, doing a lot of hand-holding, but just kind of, like, guiding them through through life, because growing up, like, my parents were always just like, oh, you have to go to school, 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 school. Um, and it wasn't, and it was always, like, I always get really angry. Mm -hmm. about school um I think that's why I never really enjoyed school because like it was a very big like pressure point on myself um Mm -hmm. and I do you know I I I do want want my kids to be very successful one day um with school because because I never I never finished myself uh only highest education level I got was high school and like some college Mm -hmm. um I'm actually thinking about going back to school just to pick up a few things and learn a few new tricks. Um, and it was never really like explained to me why these things were so important. Um, and I think that's one big thing that I could really like bring value to to my future kids one day.
0: I got you, man. And yeah, I mean, you know, parenting is super hard, right? Like, I think yeah. all the parents out there are just trying the best they can with what they got, what they know. Uh, So, you know, this question is more so like just a reflection on yourself and what you thought the child that you were could have needed, you know, as you were getting older. But I hear you, man. I mean, I don't want any parents to feel like, damn, this guy's trying to, you know, say something about that, which I'm not. Yeah. Um, One, the immigrant lifestyle, you know, I think is wild to me to think right now, if you were going to move somewhere. With your family To a new country And just say like Yo We're going to make The dream work here Right uh, I think that That almost isn't To me It doesn't seem like It's a possibility Like I don't I, I can't imagine myself just uprooting And telling my family Hey We're going to make it work Over here And not where we've been Our whole lives uh, And then Even so Like the next generations I My parents are immigrants Technically I'm still Not the first generation Because I was born In the Philippines But I can only think about what my kids and their kids later down the road are going to be like. Yo, they're there's now third generation American. So hopefully, like they, I was able to learn some things to teach my kids that my parents didn't know how to work this system that is America, um, and vice versa. Like the reason why I feel like I've tried so many different, I guess, dreams and and trying to get reach different goals is because in my mind I've always thought like. Well, that's the highest peak you can get to or like that's that's what i should be shooting for and you know i guess for a lot of asian households it's like be a lawyer be a doctor be be something exactly <laughs> um exactly and, but for me it's like nah the dream's bigger than that it's different it, it's not just doing what i'm like supposed to do but especially for filipinos nursing um but
1: yeah it was yeah my my uh my my girlfriend's actually a new grad nurse but she's not filipino (laughs) Uh, well
0: congratulations to her hey that's no joke and i'm sure all the work she put in is definitely going to pay off um now that she's she's graduated um but yeah and um i had another oh as far as parenthood uh you think you're going to be the nice parent or are you going to be able to like deliver that tough love i have this issue all the time working with the kids i work with and they've told me jan you're too nice you got you got to work on like trying to show some tough love so for you do you feel like you which one would you be
1: oh for sure i'd i'd be a good cop just because (laughs) like yeah yeah well yeah and still like you know have that you know bad cop like mentality or like walking to like a situation with like some of that mentality and i say that because like growing up like my dad was just always so hard on me i got
0: you yeah
1: and like and and, you know like asian kids like growing up here in the country to like immigrant parents like you always get your ass beat (laughs) you know no doubt um whether if it's like something super big or like something super small you know that's like some of the trauma that I dealt with and that's like something I'm never going to do to my kids Mm. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah I just want to like love them and just hold them and be be the best I could be to them
0: for sure man Um, and I I think one day they're definitely going to say thank you (laughs) you (laughs) hopefully (laughs) hopefully all right I gave the wheel another spin and now you are at Twenty-one, and this one is: What are you too stubborn to let go of?
1: What am I too stubborn to let go of? Let's say my ego.
0: Hmm. Uh. Why? Why your ego?
1: Um. Or not necessarily my ego, but like I'm, I'm very like prideful. I see. Um. Like I, 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 tend to do this a lot in in life and. And it makes me like come across as like super stubborn, but um, I would say you know part of that reason is because like I always think I'm right for some reason, <laughs> or I always or I always like think back to like, well this this situation had to happen this way because of X, Y, and Z, and um, yeah, I mean there's just so much that that comes with that, um, yeah yeah, I'll say of my my pride I'm never never i'm I was always actually, I would say like growing up, I was never really taught to say like, oh, I'm sorry. I was always taught I was always like taught to like sweep everything under the rug and just like pretending everything's cool the next day and uh, never really being like a bigger person to, you know speak up first. and that's like one thing that I would say, like I'm still working out to this day.
0: I got you, man. I got you. I know for uh, for myself. The thing about, I do, <laughs> I have a, this is a new realization I came, came across maybe a couple of weeks ago, but one is that I don't think I really like being told what to do. I don't know if that's the same for you where I feel like, oh, you should do it this way or like, you know, even with this podcast, people be like, oh, maybe you should try this. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that I, I should. Um, I like the way, what I'm doing and I like the way I'm going, so Maybe not. Uh and not even just yeah, diet, but yeah. with sugar bros. You yeah, ever feel like people give you advice and you're like I don't know.
1: Um I'm always open to the idea of like doing new things with with the business, whether if it's like, you know, adding toppings or like mm. yeah, yeah. Know, just trying like new flavors. But I could tell you like for sure, been there done that. Literally <laughs> yeah. do everything in, in the book that you could possibly think of. Um even like tried adding boba and it's like the worst thing you could ever do to a sugarcane drink
0: really well why is it the worst or... is, um, does, does boba get I hella get... hard because of the sugar or is it just like difficult process yeah because
1: it's like no i mean you can think about it right like would you have boba with fresh orange juice
0: oh okay i, I got you i got you i don't think i ever yeah. have and i don't think i ever will <laughs> excuse me bless you excuse bless me. you yeah
1: thank you but yeah it's kind of the same concept uh, when you think about it I
0: got you I got that makes sense to me now um and then my follow up for you is it, when it had, was when was it like the last time your pride kind of got in the way like, you can <sighs> kind of think about
1: uh I think that's a question for for off camera <laughs> I got you
0: man no worries no worries let me give the wheel another spin um I feel it though man I uh, I feel like for me Pride is always Or my pride and ego Even though I have a note back here That says let, let go of ego Because I know for myself It's very uh, It's a daily challenge man um, And you know Part of me I was talking to a student About this And she was telling me How like Yeah I think I'm special I think I can Be famous I can do Like great things And I was telling her like That's great And I feel like it's also a gift and curse and kind of explain to her how that i kind of felt that way at her age and i was kind of like you know the reason because you feel like you can do anything you're gonna try so many things before you find what it is that's like really solid for you and i don't want her to go through what i went through which is like 20 jobs trying to figure out what it is that i am passionate about but yeah man um so gave the wheel another spin and we are at number seven Um, this question for you is what is the toughest thing to admit about yourself and I guess it kind of works with the ego what's one way that you feel like
1: yeah Yeah. that was definitely one thing um, tough thing that I'm able to admit about myself yeah I think it just really comes down to like that like ego and pride thing um yeah and just overall like starting like whenever i have a problem like i'm never really the one to like talk Mm -hmm. so i think that's probably one thing that i could like really like work on about myself is just like really like speaking up more um yeah I'm, i'm usually more of a an extrovert when it comes to like going out and stuff but when it comes down to like all like the really like real 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 conversations i have a really hard time doing that so
0: dude same here um and i don't know ha- have you ever had success in, in saying what you needed to say um or like it's still so, something about? so here's me. my yeah,
1: yeah so here's my thing right like i i could walk into a conversation with like 30 million things that are in my head Mm -hmm. and i know how i'm I'm gonna say it but it just never comes out the way that i um even like the same thing with job interviews like i could literally like prep i could you could literally give me a an interview sheet with all the questions and i'll write down all the answers of how i would say it but it just never comes out the way that i wanted to
0: i got you and you ever have that moment of like, damn, I wish I could have said that. Or like, <laughs> uh,
1: after- yeah, like yeah. literally like right after, like after the conversation is done. It's like, crap, like why did not I say this instead?
0: I, I feel it, man. That, that does happen to me, too. And I don't know what it is. I, I, I think the advice I got from someone was like, when you have a hard conversation to have or like coming up when you need to, maybe you should write it down. And maybe that's the way you communicate. I'm like, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. And I feel like uh, it's one of those new things that I don't know the people I need to talk to are going to be receptive to it. Or like I'm like, why the why the fuck are you giving me a piece of paper? Why not just tell me? And then that that pretty much will probably maybe shut me off. Like oh never mind then it's cool it's not a big deal we we'll can talk about it later. Uh, yeah, yeah, it happens sure. a lot. <laughs> All right, dog, I think we got time for one more spin. So let's see what you get this time. Uh, lucky number thirteen um okay this one i think might be the heaviest one of of what you've gotten so far but uh how do you feel like you've you've disappointed yourself
1: i think one way that i have or that i feel like i've disappointed myself is i just kind of i think i think it just kind of goes back to like the whole like ego thing Mm -hmm. um I wish I could have been better at like listening to people and not be so arrogant because mm. um, arrogance could cause some you know leakage or breakage if you will um, sure. whether it's like amongst like friends like relationships or even like family Um. yeah
0: no, nah, I got you, man. Um, definitely, I'm hoping... As much as I try to like avoid these conversations that I need to have with my homies and all this stuff, it's like, I hope I don't get to a point where I'm disappointed that I never took action, right? Or was never able to say anything. Um, but I hear you, man. I know... I don't think... Outwardly, arrogance has been my issue. I think I'm very inwardly very arrogant because I always think that, oh things are going to work out. Things are going to pop off if I keep pushing and stuff and um for me admitting that like it it is kind of arrogant to <laughs> to think that way. Uh even though, you know, they tell us believe in yourself and you know, work hard and you can you can do it. I don't know, man. It's very weird like the messaging I've got all my life at this point in my life I feel like is not contradicting but I I'm not sure what people really mean <laughs> when, when they say those things Like you could do anything you want to do As long as you work yeah. hard And put your mind to it It's like cool But then you need X, Y, and Z To fall into place too For th- those things to happen So I don't know man I think a part of the reason Why I like these conversations With you and all my other guests Is kind of finding that clarity Of like what is, what is it really And uh, I can only find out If I talk to you guys in this way um, But I hear it Alright dog. So Before we move on to the closeout questions, um, I'm going to ask you to participate in this little activity called the 34th Mantra. Right? So, what I want you to do, if you don't mind closing your eyes for a second, (laughs) is uh, imagine yourself in the woods and you are just like in your zone, meditating by yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? And you got this like thought or this mantra that you want to kind of just keep to yourself, um, but it's at a peaceful moment. And... The mantra is, I am, I can, I will. So I am blank, I can blank, I will blank. Give yourself a second to think about how you would fill out those blanks. When you're ready, open your eyes and let it rip.
1: So I am, I can, and I will. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. I guess, I guess, uh, how should I put this? I guess, like, I could, I can be a a much better listener and conversationalist. Um, Because if you can't listen, you can't really have a conversation. And, you know, these are the things that I I can um, start doing, like, I really put my mind to it and just really, like, soaking everything up like a sponge. Um, And I guess, like, I will do these things by opening up more, having more conversations, not dodging um, confrontation, if you will. Um, Yeah.
0: I got you, Doc. Uh, now, if you ever need a reminder for yourself, you have this little sound bite to just kind of turn it back to. Uh, for sure. But thank you for, for, for doing that, Doc. Uh, all right, man. We made it to the closeout portion of the podcast. And this first part is a question from my previous guest. So, shout out to Nico Blitz. Uh, Nico's question for you, Harry. Oh, is... I love that guy. Oh, yeah. So, how do you know that guy? <laughs>
1: Well, I, I, I well, I, I follow him on Instagram because like dude. I came across like this post of like him like spinning like old MySpace music or whatever the case is, and I was like, dang, I got to follow this guy. This guy's sick, dude. I so, don't
0: I don't know how that... But,
1: but I don't but I don't know him personally though. So no,
0: for sure. But I I just didn't know realize how like well known he was. I guess in the Bay Area community, even because he he goes back. He's from here, but he moved down to LA, and he's been just doing shows everywhere but not for sure it's it's just funny to me that like the algorithm just hit all of us (laughs) and we all kind of like follow followed him one way or the other (laughs) uh but yeah so nico's question for you man is one is how do you define success
1: i think the way that i define success is not only like you know I, I think in my case you know with, with the businesses you know these, you can always like be successful with like making a shitload of money but are you actually happy doing it mm-hmm. um, or even like the part of how how hard have you tried um, like how much of your all have you put into this whether you succeed or fail. Um, So if you give it your all and you end up failing, I think that's still a success because you can always say, Hey, at least I tried. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: For sure. Uh, And the second part of this was what is a successful day
1: to you? I think a successful day to me is... I think it kind of ties back to like just you know living a chill and normal lifestyle mm. you know i just wake up go to work i i serve the customers that you know inquire about you know my juice um i come home i eat i cook and eat dinner i watch tv with with my lady and go to bed Um, And I think, you know, I think ending your day with on a good note is a successful day where there's no problems, anything. Um, I think that's what makes us day successful. Just ending the day on a great note.
0: Dude, like, I think I'm blessed to not have that issue of like, it's hard to fall asleep sometimes because like something's bothering me, right? Like definitely yeah. successful days where like yo I can just sleep or like lay back and not really have to worry about stuff and next morning I hit it hard again right um yeah so I hear you man my second to last question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest on 34 questions
1: i think what i want to ask the next guest is what is your purpose in life or what do you think your purpose in life is And how do you implement that on a day-to-day basis
0: writing it down how do you implement that daily basis Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, i do like uh answering this last question too so let me do that real quick Uh, what is your purpose in life i've thought about this a lot like i don't know if it's Is that regular amount or more than the regular person would think about this? But I think throughout all my reflections, one is that I think that there's a balance in the universe, right? Good versus evil. And I don't really want to label it that. It's just really like um, either things that we like or things we dislike. I am definitely the person that's like, okay, there's some really bad things out there. A lot of bad people out there. So I need to focus on being on that good side and being very like as much good energy as I can put out there. That's what I'm focused on. So as far as purpose in life goes, I think that's where I'm coming from. Uh, And how do I implement that on a daily basis? Uh, I fortunately, you know, have a job where I feel like I can do that in a community where I'm serving mostly younger folks. But also, you know, the adults that are a part of that community and giving that energy to them and trying to provide that in a space where it's a public school, it's not the best public school. So there's always like, you know, that feeling of, uh, I think for um, some folks in, in the community, some dread. You know, like they're dreading to come into work, they're dreading to have they have to go to school, right? Yeah. Or um, like
1: uncertainty.
0: Uncertainty for sure. Like. People don't feel secure uh, about certain things. I don't know if you've seen like the headlines of the past couple of years for SFUSD, but like teachers aren't getting paid on time or they're messing up with their payments. And I'm like, damn, and teachers are still showing up. Uh, so in my mind, it's like, y'all must really love what y'all do or love the kids. Cause if you're not getting your check, you know for a whole month or maybe two months and you're still showing up to work, that's like
1: a mad respect. A lot of dedication. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah uh and yeah so implementing it on a daily basis i get to give that good energy in a place where i feel like they need it and also creating the podcast give me a chance to do it very in an intimate kind of like uh, intimate way have one-on-one conversations just do the same for for folks like yourself and then people sometimes people i don't even know like sh- please strangers uh so yeah it's it's working well for me i think my, my day always feels full especially you know as far as a successful day goes as long as i can end it with a conversation with somebody new it it definitely feels successful and i think this is how i've been able to implement <laughs> my purpose in my daily life uh so thank you for that question man i'm very curious to see what the next person's gonna do with it or how they take it
1: yeah no, i I'm, I'm super excited yeah just <laughs> let me know when the next one drops and uh yeah
0: you'll you'll see that uh you'll see that person answer your question man um and then my last question for you harry uh the question that ties everything together 100 200 300 years from now your descendants are watching this video what would you like to tell them
1: um one thing i like to tell them is like you know i'll always you know try something new um Always go after your dreams, find out what you're passionate about, um, and not in the sense of like, all right, what's going to make me happy today, but it might not make me happy tomorrow, but find out what really makes you happy, what'll make you happy for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. And just live life to the fullest as much as you can live life with no regret, um, or try to live life with no regrets. Um i always like yolo everything <laughs> when it comes down to like that's things.
0: it's true man we only live once
1: yeah. yeah like and and just also going back to the um this or that uh it was like regret or doubt yeah yeah um like don't ever doubt yourself like you could always do it and if things don't go your don't, don't go the right way like cool you can always think back like oh man i wish i could have done this a different way and And just move and grow from it. You grow through it.
0: So I hear it, man. Uh, I hear you. They hear you. And uh, any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here? You know, uh, any plugs? You know, uh, you kind of said it out there, but if you want to, you know, let the folks know where to find you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you go find me. um, I don't know when this is dropping, but Sugarbros.com or sugar bros sf on instagram um yeah if you're ever interested in trying some delicious juice um that'll that's pretty much like out of this world with like different flavors um or even just trying something new hit me up on there um yeah
0: uh, this is gonna drop before september so any september events like that uh
1: september you- events um Yes, we will be at the Secondhand Saturdays event um, over, I believe it's in Dog Patch District or Mission Bay. Um, we will also be hopefully at the next Filipino Fest uh, next month Michelle. on the 16th and possibly the first Sunset Night Market on the 15th um, on Irving Street. So, yeah, you know, stay, stay tuned for that.
0: Right on, Harry. Uh, Dog, I just want to thank you again for stopping by. I uh, hope this was you know, fun for you, it definitely fun for me. So thank you for giving me your time, giving me your energy and just being open to have this kind of conversation with me, man.
1: Yeah, no, it was uh, super awesome. Like before we even started this whole thing, like I was telling you, it's actually like the first pod that I ever did um, or even just like getting interviewed at all about like myself, my life and where I am at now. And you no, know, it's been freaking awesome
0: for sure man I'm glad I never know how people feel about it so I'm glad you had a good time um and yeah I don't know if your your other brothers <laughs> your, your other bros might be down to do this too it'd be great to have all the sugar bros on here at some point um yeah if, maybe one day if they're open to it <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but yeah uh for sure man want to thank you again and I also want to thank the folks out there if you're listening on Spotify Apple Podcasts or watching on YouTube definitely appreciate your time as well please remember to reach out reach forward as always much love and uh, we'll catch you guys next time on 34 questions peace